0: painting, sound installations and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind
1: This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive and discover the exciting and unknown ocean of the creative mind again together with myself and my reflection about Dominic van Sänger. and well, we're going to get to it in a Minute. Um first of all I will start with um my thank you to all the listeners. I mean I'm quite happy. I might like to thank you to all my loyal listeners from Ireland, United States, United Kingdom, Netherlands, Australia, Germany, France, Spain, Japan, El Salvador. Brazil, Sweden, Morocco, India, High Canada, (coughs) Singapore, Thailand, Argentina, Czech Republic, Ukraine as well, Portugal, South Africa, Russian Federation, New Zealand, Virgin Islands, British Virgin Islands and the Philippines. (coughs) And uh, Sierra Leone as well, actually, as as my last... um, new uh, podcast entry where I'm on number one uh, in visual arts in the the Sierra Leone Apple podcast charts, which is great. So, yeah, thank you very much, everyone, to listen to this podcast and to subscribe and everything because without it wouldn't be possible to do it. And um, I must say, when I reflect back, now all the time, it's almost almost a year when when I gonna, when I started to to do this podcast in order to to do something creative because it was very difficult like like we all know in in this glitch. I mean things are getting better now, but um, I didn't didn't believe that it is possible really to create such a big and uh, huge network. It is lovely. It is great. I'm so happy um, to know that. Such a lot of people are still interested in uh, not just in art. I mean, I'm, I, I, for instance, why I gonna do these reflections as well is, uh, in my podcast, I don't have this time to, to to speak about things in between um, where I can maybe philosophize a little bit more, because it is quite tricky to to keep this twenty thirty minutes going and. To, if you listen to it, you sometimes hear as well that I'm getting a little bit nervous or or actually just exhausted, you know, because normally, if you, you imagine, uh, I mean, a radio station has has 20, 20 people, 20 co co-worker working on, on the subject and, and people like us, podcasters, kind of doing that on our own, which is great because we have nobody in our back uh, who steps us a knife in our back as well, uh, but... Neither that nor nobody to back up us. So, <clears throat> however, that is that is quite nice, and uh, I must say, I thought I could get more visual artists in my podcast, but by now we we hang more to this direction um, that we. That we deal with a lot of musicians, which is lovely, which is nice. I mean, I'm happy to to help them uh, to promote um, CDs and and if they have a concert or so and and to talk about their life or or even if it's just about to to rehearse with them uh, a real talk uh, so called interview because some of them never had one before, you know. So which is for me sometimes difficult to pick up everything out of the nose. But yeah it works it's nice and uh, i hope it's not too boring for you Uh you can hear in the background now the cows i think i can hear it yeah um yes that's that and i hope i can get some really some um some visual artists into the show more than 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 i had already but maybe during, you know this summer is already this summer is full i mean i'm completely organized now i have already Three shows in a row now. The next show is with Matthew Rupp. Three episodes. Matthew is, is, a, is a musician from, from Manchester, close to Manchester, and he does the, 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 the pick-up uh, Woody Guthrie stuff a little bit. So um, if you like seeing a songwriter, you will listen as well to a song from him. And uh, it was a very nice talk I had yesterday with him, so I showed that I published that next week for the three weeks. And then after that, I'm looking forward for the talk with um, uh, Monty Warren. He is a solicitor and musician from America, from Florida, I think. And he just, he published a new CD in, in, at the 25th of July. And uh, I will have a talk with him as well. And as well then in the third episode together with Phil Wolf, because Phil Wolf was already in the show and he produced with him this, this last c d and they both are very happy and and already excited that, that it's going on and so on you know, so I mean all both are not that young anymore we are all in our forties, maybe a little bit older, and uh we're still happy to continue with our with our stuff yes uh and after that, I'm really looking forward to um uh Ivan. The a terrible. <laughs> it's actually I- I- Ivan Bradley. He's an uh, American bass player and a music producer, and just just uh, published a book. Am I am, am I famous yet or something like this? So I so will tell you later next time. So uh, he's great. I mean, he's 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 uh, well known as as the most working musician on earth. <laughs> I even or even I don't know actually how they're going to pronounce you. So we will have him in, in August. So yeah, three talk guests in a row already organized. Good. Back to the track. Um, this podcast is like you know uh, about uh, reflections and uh, reader questions.
0: Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the support.
1: Yeah, I just have my new jingle thing and I can do it now live. And sometimes I miss the button, so but it works well. Yeah. The thing is, if you guys, if you look. Um, <laughs> Sometimes maybe the podcast live on YouTube next week. Oh, really, I was so sick of my locked down hair that I cut it by myself. So, and I'm so happy to feel fresh and not like a rasta anymore. Nothing against rastas. But uh, yeah, was. there was really not a place for, for a bird nest anymore. So yes. However, Dominik van Zenger, I had him in a couple of weeks ago in a talk and uh he is a German music philosopher and we talked about uh, his projects in the eighties with Chucky Liebetseid, um Damo Suzuki and other people. I mean they they are some people know them, they are from Cannes. Can is actually a very influ- uh, influenced crowd rock German band from, from Cologne and uh, myself I'm from Cologne as well so for me it was a great honor to speak with Dominic, because we used to have a um, a session or sessions in the Renania Kunsthaus Renania ages ago 30 years ago and I never saw him after that again you know like most because I'm already living 20 years in Ireland uh, like most of those people and uh, the Kunsthaus Renania was a great place to be creative in, in general, you know. So that was not just rehearsal rooms, it was as well visual art and, and, and you name it. But as well, a very, very dark place. And um, I mean, a lot a lot, a lot lot of, we were all young and, and, and we're very rebellious. And it was a where everyone uh, had so much, so much, the rebel ideologies in your mind and in and, and your body so much too much energy you know so very 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 special and this podcast was actually about this time among other things because Dominic he used to play as well with with Django Edwards and he, he went then to Amsterdam like I know and uh for me it was actually quite interesting because after that I, I went to another podcast with Dirk Schlemer who uh, Dominic he used to play uh with, with Ken, which was a crowd rock band, and Dirk Schlömer, he used to play with uh, Tonsteine Scherben, which, which was an, an, an anarchistic, anarcho band from, from Germany with the anarcho band. So that brought the things somehow together again as well. So for me, it was, it was very nostalgic. So so the talk was with, with, with Dominique was um, very delightful and very inspiring as well to catch up with some other. Musicians from Germany, you know, so but it was very, very special, and I was happy as well that to hear that Dominic is still making music, and you still can get his CDs. I mean, like, you can follow him on Instagram uh, it's, uh, at, at Dominic van Senger. Yes, I think it is yes. So I will put that again into my description um if you want to contact him, or just just go back to to the podcast number seventeen. I called them actually seventeen one two and three and I changed that now. So now now I'm not gonna work with 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 this past one two three. Now now I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna just go with the numbers thirty thirty one thirty two thirty three. So I got a little bit the feeling that I have a little bit more podcasts and uh, it's a, it's a probably a psycholo- psychological issue. I don't know. It's nice. I like it as well. So yeah, it's. It's my baby guys. Yes. And I am happy to to have you with me as well on this trip. And if you if you want, if you want, you don't have to. You really don't have to. If you want to to support this podcast, you can find it on attitude.com as well as on every other podcast house and there I started um, with um, with Cups Max for instance, this year, you see here <coughs> the horses and the cow where <coughs> I used to live in it. So, so you see, I'm getting completely excited when I show this cup because it was a, a great and very special time, as well as a Attitude T-shirt. I wear that already three times, and the color is still okay. So I mean, I'm quite happy with with this company. So it looks like that after three times wearing. Yeah. This was a little reflection about uh, Dominique van Zenger And Dominique, thank you very much to have you on the show. It was me. A very great pleasure. And continue with your great stuff. This is...
0: Like what you hear so far? <laughs> you have listened to already too.
1: God. That was a little bit messy, but... <laughs> I should get my, my thingy with all those buttons closer to me uh <laughs> Um back to the show. I have a question from from Elsa from from Sweden. Hi Elsa and uh she asked me um do you still have a band and how d- did you came to music? Um <coughs> Do I still have a band, Elza? First of all, thank you for your question. And uh um everyone who wants wants to know anything, don't hesitate to, to mail to info at altitude.com uh, and I'll try to answer them. Yes. Uh no, I don't have a band anymore, Elsa, but we're gonna have a um we're gonna have a, a group, a drumming group, every Monday. Uh, from 11 to half 12, um, where we're going to play like a band together. And that means it's not just drumming. I mean, I have my ukulele, my, my, my guitar. And uh, we're going to do songs without rehearsing. Uh, we're just improvising. And, and we're all such a good team that it's not a problem to improvise anymore because we <coughs> just go with the flow, which is great. It's very nice, very energetic for a Monday morning start. Um, and sometimes we have we have uh, we have as well gigs with it uh, when the weather allowed outside on the market sometimes on cultural festivals and sometimes inside you know but yeah like like everyone knows the last two years were very difficult yes so but <coughs> I have in mind some band projects but it, this is too early to say now. I have it in mind. I mean, I'm working actually on a digital opera, um, which is uh, more a direction, an avant-garde direction than than a, a, a mainstream band projection, band project. So, okay. So no band, just a drumming group, which is great. And uh, how did I come to music? Okay, uh, I started with with a kiss. with six years, uh, with the guitar, <coughs> which I picked up from, from, from the attic. And uh, I was playing with it, I think it was from my grandmother. I was playing a little bit with it, so a year or two years, and then, and then it was going back again. So I didn't start really to play, but I was interested in, in, in sound already very early. I must say, my father, he used to work for the the um, WDR, Westdeutscher Rundfunk, and um, so I came all the time in, into touch with, with media. The, my first encounter with media was quite early as well, but um, he, unfortunately, never really, really uh, realized that I was creative like... Many parents don't realize if they see the children and if they are talented, they don't see it. That's sometimes unfortunate. So I started early with eight years working, uh, experimenting uh, uh, around with, with, with peer-to-peer uh, machines, you know, so singing and playing backwards. And uh, uh, that was absolutely my, my experimental uh, phase, you know, So, but nothing happened with that as well, at the age of eight. So... Uh apart from that, I was as well uh, in, in, in a church choir for a couple of years. Not a couple of years, but that came later. After that, I went, after 10, I went I went to the high school. And on the high school, I've learned to play guitar. But just two or three lessons. It was unfortunate. It was a it was a guitar teacher who he was probably not too bad but he started with us uh, teaching classical guitar that means dunk, 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 playing the basics so starting with the basics and it was so boring that i that i really cancelled it was 10 or was 11 uh came back to it with 14 mm, because a friend of my father he he used to play guitar in a in pubs and, and uh he was he was actually a, a wed- wedding singer or something like this, you know, and he was teaching me guitar as well so i 've learned for at least ten hours then more the the, the different the, the different things on the guitar, but as it came to to uh, to to learning learning the the patterns the c d e f g and all that uh, I stopped it again as well i mean I, my brain was not. Function like this, you know, so so I couldn't really learn that, so i have to I can learn it just with repetition, you know, so maybe as tip for guys and girls, if you learn guitar and if you if you really feel you can't you can't learn it from from the classical way, you know with with picking this up and learning it on on a very dis- disciplined way, just um get grab yourself a songbook with with the easiest uh grips patterns. And uh, then, then learn it then, you know. So, I mean, a lot of songs, they just have two or, two or three different different bars, melodies, and the Ramones, they became famous. Bo Diddley as well. Uh, he has, uh, I just read in the book from Ian, uh, Ivan Buetle, that Bo Diddley has just uh, one bar in a lot of his songs, you know. So, that's, that's this, I would say. And... Uh, don't give up and actually just have fun, you know that's something the necessary so I learned that I learned that with uh with thirteen fifteen sixteen mm. then then the choir the church choir as well in between and uh, so I really didn't start with was making music in this age. It took me a long time to to set up my team. so- sorry. Sorry for my nose. I'm completely allergic currently against all the all the spray from the farmers and opponents and all, all that. Yes, yeah, so I didn't start with continuing my music and I was, I, I was too shy. With 16, I was too shy. I mean, my big dream was going on stage and, and uh, having a band and all that, but I never had the chance to come together with, with, with other musicians, you know, so I don't know, because I was almost at home all, always all the time i mean sometimes i was out but uh, i actually I, I prefer to stay at home and, and draw my things at home and blah blah you know But later on as i started to work i uh found a co-worker who had a band and he starts to invent songs with me so we both invented songs and uh we uh Started a band together with with uh, an- another two friends, and that was I was already 22 or 23, and that was in the Renania. That was actually the place, wh- he, and here now is the point where we come back where Dominique van Zenger had his Yaya club as well, you know. So, but we were youngsters, you know, and Dominique van Zenger, he, he, he was a couple of years older, so yeah. So, we rehearsed in, in, in the Renania <coughs> at the beginning, and I just as a singer and not as a singer songwriter, you know. Uh, and so we rehearsed. We had a, we had a five or six songs together, and then um, a phone call came. Ring ring, and it was a friend of mine, my friend Vladi. He used to live together with me, and he said, left I say, "Yes." He said, "You know what? We played tonight at the no tomorrow at the Luxor, and Luxor was a place with two hundred people, 200, pe- 200 seats. See, the the singer of our apartment is sick, and uh, we need a band. Do you guys want to play?" I mean, I was really getting very sweaty and hot, you know, so, I mean, um, we just had five or six songs together, and uh, we thought, oh, God, you know, really which one we want to play, but we did it, you know. We said, yeah, we do, and uh, I mean, I was really getting very, very, very nervous because we really weren't, weren't prepared for that, but we eventually did it, and I was so nervous that I forgot to sing the last song, to announce, to announce the last song actually before this other band. And that was Dirk Schlimmer's band. Start to play. So that was my 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 entry, my my journey into getting into the music, and I still didn't play guitar. I was I didn't have enough self-esteem to play guitar. I mean I could play the guitar, but I was not so perfect that I said, okay, I wanna do it on stage. That came later because as I as I moved, I mean, we had to spend a couple of years. We had a, a lot of gigs um, in Cologne on festivals and in band mama changing students, a couple of years, two, three years, uh, and then uh, um, I'm actually, uh, you know, I moved over for for a couple for a couple of reasons to Panama in America, and and I had was three three months over there with my guitar. And in this three, three months, I really learned to play the guitar, at least for my singer songwriting. So I had my, my songbook with me and, and learned all the patterns and talala. And uh, as I came back, I was able actually to, to, uh, to create my own songs. And then I was already in my 30s. So in my 30s, I started to create my own, I was sitting, I, I remember that I was sitting in the park and um, uh, had couple of beer, uh, a pen, a book, my guitar, and I was writing songs. And after that, after two, three hours writing my songs underneath the tree, I went with my guitar into a coffee and I was playing them there, my songs. And that was then the moment where somebody saw me and uh, he really liked one song. The name was Wir stehen im Regen and um, we produced this song and uh, we produced six other songs. And eventually I came together with a producer and, and we, we created another band, so in my thirties, so called Schlich & Bandit. We did this as well for a couple of months, but then I became a tinnitus and was already 33, 34, and I stopped making music. That was a long story short. That was a time that was my music career and uh, I felt in my 30s somehow um, a little bit exhausted to continue with my music making because, I mean, I think in the music business it's quite difficult and you have to be very, uh, very tough and stress resistant, you know, and in my 30s I was my tinnitus and I thought, you know what, I stop, you know, and then I started to to focus myself on script writing for the television, you know, but that's another story, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, Elsa, I hope that gave you a little, little idea how my musician career was somehow and uh, I thank you very much for for question that, yes. So, and that was actually, like I say, that it fits to my reflection of Dominique von Singer. Dear listeners, I think this was it with this episode. Next week <coughs> we have Matthew Rupp. And I'm looking forward to, to introduce you to him because he's a he's, he's a very lovely songwriter and uh, he's living in Cologne. And um a friend of mine, Suzanne, she suggested me him because uh, He just produced a new CD, which is very well done. And I really like it because I was listening when I was cooking last week at dinner and I was listening to this Woody Guthrie songs and uh, I really enjoyed it. Yes. My dear fellows, like I've mentioned, next Sunday, 10 o'clock, the next podcast with Matthew Rupp, and uh, i would say thank you very much have you all a a lovely lovely day a lovely week and uh, i hope i am i hear from everyone again and take care bye bye
0: you have listened to artitude west cork's first art fashion and design podcast RT2 never so close again ah. That was too close